with future CEOs on cliffcentral.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome once again to Future CEOs. My name is Subimoya Arnold, and I'm in studio with a fabulous businessman, business extraordinaire, Gareth Armstrong. Hello, Gareth. I'll take that, uh, <laughs> that kind of intro every day of the week. Thank you very much, Libby. It's great to be with you. I'm so excited because a new horizon is on the dawn for future CEOs. From today, future CEOs is proudly brought to you by Coronation, day in and day out. Since Coronation started 25 years ago, they've never stopped working to earn your trust and make your money work for you. Coronation, trust is earned. Luby, that's a very good introduction to the show because, well, we are going to be talking to an expert, an expert in the field of marketing. Guys, is that right? You're, you're smiling, <laughs> uh, blushing a little, I think. Uh, that's very kind of you, Gareth. Thank well, you. Well, I think you are because you've produced a, a magical piece of work. What we're going to do is we're going to listen to it here. But if you want to see it, and I think you have to see it because a colleague of ours, and, and this, is, this is absolutely true, said that when, after she watched this, she actually cried. There was a little bit of... of of emotion that came through, not just a little bit, enough to make her cry. So we're going to play a piece of work that Guy and his team have produced you know, with Coronation. It's a, it's a fantastic piece of work. Listen to this, and then we're going to be discussing it after you've heard it here. Out of the night covers me. 1993 was an interesting time to start a company. I believe or anything for that matter. Nothing, whatever. For all of us as South Africans, doubt had to be tempered by belief. Fueled by the highs. And tested by the lows. Good days, bad days. of Y2K ramp up as the new millennium approaches. The global recession hits hard, placing pension funds in crisis. It matters not the circumstance right Yet we've always persevered. And the father of our nation has passed away peacefully this evening at around 8.50 p.m. at the age of 95. From the day coronation started 25 years ago, through the highs and the lows, we've worked every day to earn your trust and make your money work for you. Coronation. Trust is earned. <laughs> Future CEOs on cliffcentral.com. Libby, what do you think of that, that, that very moving piece of work? I'm watching you, Gao, because as a first time listener of that and as patriotic as Future CEOs is, I loved the meaning of perseverance and that is such a South African 
differentiator from anywhere else in the world. And that's what motivates us to get up every single day through everything that we've been through and for us to thrive as business people. You, you could really, when you close oh your God. eyes, when yeah. you close your eyes, you can, you can feel yourself in those moments. There's memories there. There's resonance. And, and, and that really is a, a, it's a, it's such a, a, an opportunity to remember, but then also reflect. And then, of course, Coronation steps in. And they have been doing some fa- fantastic work for over for a very long time, 25 years. Uh, that, that idea of trust is earned. It, it's, a, it's, a, it's a phenomenal byline. Guy, into the conversation here at this point, y- yeah. you and your team put this together. It, it is a phenomenal piece of work. Yeah, listen, I think that's the kind of reaction we try to strive for for a lot of the work that we do, you know. Um, it's really, really important um, that we create that emotion because I think what we are seeing in the world of marketing and advertising, borrowing from the world of neuroscience, mm. is that that's how people make decisions. Absolutely. We all think, you know, that we wander around as if we're Spock or actually we're more like Homer Simpson, right? Mm. And emotions is actually what guides our decisions. And it, there's a lot of much cleverer people than me. There are a lot of kind of studies around this and yeah. the limbic system in your brain which is the emotional heart of your brain, that actually governs decision-making. Mm. So this notion that we have from whatever it is, Plato or Descartes, who says, I think, therefore I am, isn't actually true. Mm. Yeah. So that big lesson for marketers and advertisers is make people feel something, then you will be able to kind of be considered and be remembered and hopefully be bought or engaged with or a service used. God, we want to explore this more with you, but, but before we do that, let's just get a little bit of your background. Just introduce yourself to our future CEOs community and listeners. Uh, you, you don't sound like you're South African. I know you, that you, what's that, you, that, what's you're that not. accent? Yeah, exactly. Uh, just a little bit of background. Of please. course. Um, uh, so my name's Gao Narayanan. Everyone just calls me Gao because it's obviously much easier. <laughs> um, my mother calls me Gautham when she's annoyed with me. So oh. whenever I hear that word, Gautam, I kind of, Gautam. I always think, think twice. Uh, I was born in India, uh, and then I spent a couple of years, uh, when I was very young in Liberia. And then back in India, and I went to the UK when I was about seven or eight. So I've been in the UK ever since, uh, and kind of grew up in London, did a business degree, and then joined an ad agency, uh, called AMV BBDO, uh, mm-hmm. which was kind of where I started my career. And I loved it there. I really, really enjoyed the industry, the versatility, the change, the difference, the energy, the excitement. It was amazing. Um, and they kept giving me chances to grow and learn and do different things. Mm-hmm. So I, I just stayed now, which is great for my development. Probably not so great for my bank balance if I've worked for one company my whole career. <laughs> but um, I really, really enjoyed the development. So I stayed. And then at BBDO, which is like a global advertising network, has offices around the world. We worked on a project for Guinness for across Africa. Okay. And I met uh, a guy called Mike Shalit, which who's a lot of South Africans here will know. He's a bit of a legend in our industry. Mm-hmm. And he and I got on really, really well. And we were fortuitous because we won the Guinness Afro- Africa account when I was in London. We developed you a great truly campaign. Are an expert. Good one in the studio. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we've got a good person. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we, we won that pitch. We created a fabulous campaign that I'm um, probably one of the best pieces of work I've ever done. And it basically 
got me to fall in love kind of with Africa and the opportunities and the mm. thinking here. And there was a little bit of me thinking London feels like the center of the world and the world's much bigger. And having grown up in India, I wanted to go somewhere different. Mm. And then Mike and I got on so well and he asked me to, to come here and here I am. Uh, by the way, what you're not saying is that you are a keen cricketer. And then <laughs> it says further here that, however, a lack of talent has meant that your cricketing ambitions will be have to channel through your children. <laughs> I promise you I won't be a competitive dad. But yeah, I'm afraid I didn't quite crack. I didn't quite crack it, but I absolutely love cricket. Well, you are an experienced marketer, if and and perhaps that's uh, that's downplaying who you really are. But you have a great deal of experience. Let's just quickly talk about South Africa. Yeah, there, there's a landscape here. There's a global thing that's also happening. You're seeing both. You yeah. do have that that multiple perspective opportunity because you you come from an international environment. Just tell us what you're seeing in the South African landscape, the advertising landscape. Well, well there's there's two things. I think I'm, I remember a very good uh, now friend of mine, a guy called Matt, who actually worked at our agency and actually worked on Coronation on the, on the previous campaign. He went to the States. He mm. got a job with our BB office in New York. Mm. And the one thing I said to him was, you're there because you deserve to be there. Mm. I think there is this South African mentality of all can we play with the big boys? Mm. And my observation here is you absolutely can because I think there's a phenomenal amount of creativity and smarts and ingenuity in this country. And, innovation, and also a, a innovation in terms of technology. Absolutely. You know, Europe, they've been talking about the year of the mobile for the last 10 years. Mm. And actually that's true here in South Africa, in Kenya, in Nigeria, in Ghana, in lots of places across the continent. Mm. So I think there's a little bit of kind of, um, uh, you guys don't obviously do what the Americans do, which is tell everyone how great they are. <laughs> but I think there's a kind of understatedness with a little bit of what happens in the UK. But I think you guys punch way above your weight and way above your kind of talent and Correct. kind of smarts than you guys take credit for, frankly. Mm. Oh. Uh, well, you know, on that sense, when I've got friends who uh, work overseas or went or going to do internships overseas, I mean, South African work ethic, African work ethic really just sets you apart from yes. the rest. But at the end of the day, we're in the business of trust and respect. So just tell us about the notion of trust is earned when it comes to this um, or a masterpiece of work. Thank you. And um, and again, you know, the, the 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 campaign and the work kind of needs two parties. You kind know, of Wendy, Janice, and the coronation team, Yay. as well as as well as the agency team. I'm obviously the the the, the kind of voice uh, on on the show, but. There's been a phenomenal amount of work done by the actual team. So mm. Alex, Martin, Mike, Lee and Shannon who did the, act, who did the actual work with a bit of help from Brad and TJ at the agency. So, you know, they've done the actual work. For me, there's two things that's really, really important is a brand needs to know what it stands for. Correct. Mm. Now, if we talk about trust and there's a kind of there was a lot of conversation around the strategy and the thinking. And ironically, we're kind of in a trust starved world right now. So mm. if you just forget about. South Africa, just look at the global landscape, right? Yeah. With Trump and fake Brexit news. and Everybody, fake news yeah. and all of that kind of stuff. Athletes, and Olympics, yeah. Olympics, yeah. Russian yeah. Uh, meddling in the US elections. Yeah. Is an ad on Facebook? Ganja. Is it, is it going to work? <laughs> I wasn't going there. But, but, I, but I think it's really, really important because I think as a category, the financial services is basically kind of bits and bytes, right? Because mm. you don't really see how that system works. Mm. So trust becomes disproportionately important. Mm. And as a brand, I think standing for something is very, very important. And as long as it's something that's true. 
Mm. I was was about to say, I think that there has to be depth there. So I'm just thinking about anyone that might be listening to this and saying, ah, trust, yes, that's a fantastic thing to stand for, but it has to be, there has to be this consistency, this truth, as you say, behind it. And, and you were able to find that, sense it, feel it? Yeah, so there's there's kind of two aspects. As, a, as an organization, I think Coronation has a very, very unique culture. My mm. first observation is it feels doesn't feel like a big mm. investment house at and, all. And that's what you do. You go into a client um, like Coronation. You spend time there. You you, yeah. you want to feel the rhythm of the organization. And so you did get a sense of that. Yeah, well, the most important thing to do as for me as agency people is respect the laws of biology, right? Mm. We've been blessed with uh, one mouth and two ears. Mm. Use them in that ratio. Mm. And I think we can learn a heck of a lot as agency people or as consultants from clients. Mm. They know their industry. They know their business. They know their culture. They know their people. They know their values and they live that every single day. Correct. So you need to get an understanding of that. Mm. And then kind of marketing's role for me is to try and amplify that culture both internally and externally. Mm. And I think the way in which one needs to go about it now is kind of storytelling across different touch points. Mm. So in, in 2017, and the, the, there's, there's lots of stuff that tells us all, uh, I mean, certainly on, on our side, which is media marketing, there's lots of in, insight in it. Uh, there's lots of information that comes to us and tells us what is vogue and what isn't. Last year, 2017, empathy was a big thing. The, the empathy comes across strongly here. Yeah. We, as we were listening, we could we could connect with what was going on. The, the, even the what sounds in the background. What is what? What is empathy? Well, it. So I don't know if it, it's a new thing, mm. right? I think for me, in its simplest term, empathy is connecting with human beings, and I think fantastic storytellers have been doing that from kind of before the dawn of time. Mm. And I think that's kind of what we and Coronation are need to do in terms of partnering with their marketing department to tell kind of relevant, inspiring and honest stories. Mm. So I, I, I know people talk about empathy a lot. I think there's two reasons for it. One is, as I said at the start, this understanding of how we make decisions and how our brains work. Mm. The fact that we are emotional creatures. Human beings. What we're feeling creatures would think, right? And just if you, if you, if you go away from what we do in our work, you guys leave the studio, you go and talk to friends and family, storytelling, you laugh, you cry, that's how you remember stuff. Mm. Right. And that's what kind of happens in, 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 in our brains in fractions of a second. And that, that, that's very, very important. And then the second part around empathy for me is we were building on something we started two or three years ago. So, one of the things that we observed in the previous coronation campaign, which Wendy was very, very keen to Apparently build Apparently that was brilliant. We were, like, we were very, very pleased. But Apparently again, that did really, really well. Yeah, so from our perspective is, you know, you kind of develop what you think is great work with yeah, great partners yeah. and then you just want to get better and of better course, each time. Of course. And I think the big change we made, and you talked about understanding and listening. So we did, and, you know, the coronation marketing team believe in data mm. and really understanding people. So we did mm. a lot of kind of ethnographic research. You and have we to. found a lot of things. You have to. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, you're just a bunch of marketing people, ad people in your office, Ooh. in wherever you are, kind of pretending to know what real people think. Absolutely. I was about to say, some thacking the empathy, empathy rather than, than, than what you should be doing. And, and, you know, sorry, Gareth. And you know what I, I love about you, you, the use of empathy? I think is in tripping years. That's what we're all about, you know. We're, we're fine-tuning that connection to be a human being within yep. all of us yep. and finding out what's that thing that's going to make us better society, better humans, yep. a better world, a better Africa. Yep. So I think that's kind of where, as entrepreneurs, we can really use empathy as a tool 
to succeed in our business. Well, Phoebe, well, to your point there, uh, how often have we heard that you must scratch your own itch when you're creating a, a business or you must go out and you must solve other people's problems? If you're not empathetic, you cannot do that. You cannot do it authentically. There's another phrase here that we want to introduce, which is empathy um, amplified. amplified. Yeah. What is that? Well, that was actually um, like that. that was actually like a, almost like a rallying cry set by the marketing team and, and and especially Wendy because what she observed and it's it's very interesting when you have a new marketing director who comes in, mm. the first thing that one tends to do is, is by human is try and change stuff. Actually, she didn't. What she worked out was this is what's working. This is what's resonating really really well. How how can we build upon it? And that was what we're trying to do with coronations. The previous campaign sort of change the structure of advertising in the sector. Wow. Beautiful storytelling, mm. very emotive, like superbly inspiring by all the companies and all their agency partners is fantastic. The problem was no one company was distinctive. Mm. They were all telling this beautiful, magical, metaphorical tales. Mm. And what we found out is when you, speak to, when you speak to a real person, yeah. they're actually really quite scared mm. at that investment point mm. at that decision making Correct. obviously it's not a check anymore but it's all done electronically but yeah. however when you're with an IFA when you're about to click on a website when yeah. you're about to go invest that feeling in, with you is actually a lot of fear and what the category was doing was taking these people for granted mm. because we were telling wonderful tales to inspire people to remember us and invest us and trust us but we weren't really understanding them so the previous campaign kind of then started to Go, have an approach where they told you straight so that that strategy and that kind of mm. empathy was we know how hard you work for your money mm. that's why we work hard to earn your trust and help you grow your money that's mm. why people come to our come to our category mm. and then the empathy amplified was to kind of build on that even more now it's a kind of difficult second album mm. but um, we're really really proud with that second album because it's a very very difficult thing to pull off twice and what we were trying to tap into was a nerve around the country Mm. And again, we've been so. working on this for the past six, seven, eight months. And, you know, that's the amount of blood, sweat and tears that goes into a campaign, something that's beautiful. And we had to make sure we got and we were getting it right because there were things, there were things that were changing, right? With the conference in December, with the leadership change, we yes, wanted to do two yes. things. Is try and reflect and try and understand what this, what the great South African people were feeling from yes. all walks of life. Yes. And secondly, leave them with a sense of hope. In kind of three ways, we wanted people to understand from a coronate for in terms of why coronation that they made a good call for their money. Mm. Really simple language, mm. right? That's very very important. Mm. And the reason why they should look at coronation because everyone has choices, right? Is that for the last twenty five years we go in day in day out, no matter what's happening, and like they started in ninety three, which was relatively turbulent times yeah, for obvious reasons time, yeah. right so that's my understated British reserve <laughs> um, which were quite it's quite a difficult time but regardless of what's going on they have an investment philosophy they have a culture they have values that they apply day in day out and that's what makes them distinctive and differentiates them from the competitors a lot of these companies can buy data a lot of these companies can buy AI a lot of these companies can buy tools but you can't buy that quality of people and the value and the culture so we wanted to make sure that was part of Coronation's kind of story. Mm. And knowing that, we've navigated 
tough times in the past, mm. but we will keep uh, applying our investment philosophy and we'll keep working hard to earn your trust and to grow your money. You've d- you guys have done a great job with Coronation. It really is fantastic. Before we let you go out of studio, you are no, si- no, no, we're no, sitting no. here as experts. Want, we, need, we need some more information. I want more time. I want more time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so yeah. We, we do need more information from you. So just give us a little bit of insight. We're talking to our future CEOs community. Yep. They, they are, are looking to you and saying, well, what does he know that we need to know? Tell us what we need to know when it comes to advertising and really connecting. So we've spoken about trust, yeah. spoken about empathy, just some, some other key insights and uh, something that you can share, some nuggets. So there's, there's three things, and they're often, more often than not, they're, they're human things because our industry is very mm. simple, right? We, mm. You can start an agency nowadays with a Mac and a phone, mm. right? You don't need widgets or factories or all that kind of complicated stuff. And there's kind of three very, very simple lessons. One is actually from the founder of the agency I started at is a guy called Peter Mead. He's the the AMV, the M in AMV, and he wrote this book called If in Doubt, Be Nice. If in Doubt, Be Nice. It's just a very, very simple way, I think, to conduct yourself, and it says Mm. a lot about you and your values. And what I've noticed within BBDO is the culture of the different agencies, regardless of geography, is around kind of three things. Around It's around the work, and it's also kind of around around people and around kind of making sure we do work that actually works rather than just work for the industry itself. Mm. I love that. Okay, very nice. So if in doubt, be nice is very, very simple. And our, our hiring policy uh, when, I, when I joined was the simplest hiring policy ever, which is nice and bright. Mm. You have to be both. Mm. You couldn't be very super nice. nice and a bit dim and you couldn't be super bright and a difficult person to work with. Mm. Thank you. And I think that's very, very, very important to us. And I think this other thing is, in the world of AI and big data, mm. I think there's a tremendous propensity to complicate stuff. So mm. this is a very, very simple phrase I've liberally stolen from the army, which they call KISS, which is keep it simple, stupid. Yes. I think for us is as ad people, and I think especially you go as you go into different channels, I almost think there's an insecurity that we try to overcomplicate things to sound clever oh, yes. or at least to sound that people don't understand what we're saying. Yeah. And for us, is there's this inherent belief is if you can't say in really simple words that your mother would understand, you don't really have an idea. Yeah, yeah, very nice. So uh, it's kind of move away from the jargon. Get, just, get, just throw it out the window. 100%. Mm. And then just you just need to talk in, in very, very simple terms. I think this third thing is quite a personal thing for me is about kind of doing the right thing rather than the easy thing or the expedient thing. Yeah. And again, you know, with and pressures, never be easy. it's not easy, it's but I think easy. doing the right thing is very, very important. And that goes into kind of all walks of life, right? The advice we give our clients is honest advice. Sometimes they won't want to hear it, but we'll be honest mm. and we'll give, we'll give them a reason as to why. And we'll try and do it with humility. And also much more importantly, how we deal with our own people is try and do the right thing. And my job in my position is try and do the right thing for the agency, even if it involves tough decisions. Mm. Last question for me. Mm, personal question to you about you being one of the top echelons of in the advertising game. I think working for a company that you love, you can hear that. Having high dreams and high touch and high impact on what you do. What would you say to yourself, looking in the mirror at 21 years old, about your journey as an entrepreneur in advertising? And what advice would you give to yourself? Um, I think... The best thing I can say to anyone, and I probably wish I did a bit more of this when I was younger, mm. is just kind of keep being curious and keep learning. Mm. And nowadays there are so many tools and resources online that will allow people to keep curious and keep learning. Because I think it's the only real way to kind of succeed in this business for me because it's evolving so very, very quickly. Mm. And also just understand what is 
kind of what is there to stay and what's a fad and a fashion. And there are some kind of very, very simple tenets of our business that neuroscience mm. and behavioral economics and mm. lots of very smart things mm. are telling us that you know the greats of our industry whether it's the great Dan Wyden who runs Wyden and Kennedy or David Ogilvy who founded Ogilvy or even locally like the likes of our industry legends like Robin Putter mm. you know Mike Gillette or John Hunt they just believe in their waters that mm. telling stories making people laugh smile cry empathize was the way in which you could help brands and businesses succeed and I think that will never go away, whether we're all kind of robots or living in the world of AI uh, and living in a, in a world of aut- aut- autonomous cars. That won't go away. But then how we tell those stories in terms of how we distribute them, and I'm not going to teach you guys about distribution because you've got a phenomenal business model that's completely bucked the industry. Mm. That's really, really important. But what you guys do on your daily basis is still the same as you would have done 15, 20, yeah, 100 exactly. years ago yeah. when radio first started. Mm. It's connect with people, tell stories and engage them. Mm. And I think that's very, very similar for, for brands. Well, Gal, thank you for helping Coronation tell their story of 25 years. They really um, are a solid brand that we love to hear from and you have assisted them to do that. That's Gal, the managing director of Network BBDO. Uh, thank you for so much for being with us. Toby, we're going to c- come back after the break. Before we do that, um, again, it's our, our great pleasure to just r- remind everyone that this future CEO's conversation was proudly brought to you by Coronation. Ups, downs, good days, bad days. Since Coronation started 25 years ago, through the highs and lows, they work every day to make your money work for you. Coronation, trust is earned. Thank you again, Gal. Thank you so much for having me. A lot can happen in a day. A lot has happened since the day Coronation started 25 years ago. The first democratic election in 94, rugby champions in 95. Two Nobel Peace Prize winners, one indomitable and Cosy Johnson. But there was also the 2008 crash and global recession. Then, what a day when we kicked off the World Cup. South Africans united. We pushed on and believed. Unbelievable, unbelievable. From the day Coronation started, through the highs and the lows, we worked every day to earn your trust and make your money work for you. To invest your money today, visit coronation.com. Coronation. Trust is earned. Coronation is an authorized financial services provider and approved manager of collective investment schemes. Future CEOs on cliffcentral.com.